What's up, guys, and welcome to the Bachelor Pad Podcast, where two bachelors who've never really watched ABC's The Bachelor before sit down to review episodes right after they air. My name's Tyler. I'm here with my best friend, Scott. Hey, what is up, everybody? And, and, and we're joined again uh, here in our, our little podcast studio. By a non-bachelor. A.K.A. the dining room. Yes. By, by a non-bachelor, uh, one of our, our, our best friends in the world, Jeremy. What's up, man? Hey, I got invited back. Yeah, I wasn't sure. We didn't have any negative emails about you. Not yet. So we we left you on for another episode. Well, wait for it, man. Wait for it. I got a lot of things to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Nice. Some hot takes. Maybe. We'll see. We'll so see by the emails. We're, we we're a big fan of hot takes. So Oh, yeah. If you have some. For, I, for I got months. two or three. We'll see. Keep it. Uh, just keep it spicy. Okay. You know? All right. PG-13, is that where we're aiming? Yeah, yeah. We definitely can't hit our rating uh, because I don't want to have to put an explicit tag on this podcast. Yeah, well, that's why they uh, blacked out a lot of this episode. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> why. That's exactly why. So, Scott, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I am doing good. Not a whole lot new, honestly. Work, dating, and podcasts. That's, that's kind of my life right now. Yeah, Thursdays have kind of become podcast day for us. Yeah, because uh, we release a podcast on. Actually, we release two podcasts. We release on two podcasts on Thursdays. Now. Yeah, so I think we should just do another. Do you want to just launch a third one? Yeah, let's just do. All it. right. Well, a fourth. A four, oh, that's right. Well, we have our our other third one. Right, real that world we, that we're on a break with now. Yeah, it's on on a little hiatus at the moment. Uh, Jeremy, what about you, man? What's going on? Oh man, I'm just trying to figure out quarantine life as a married man now. Ooh. So the first like four or five months of quarantine, it was just me. So it was fine. Now I've got a wife, I share a room, I share an apartment and uh, that's fun, man. We're learning how to do that together. Hey, you know, uh, I have always said live together, die alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so have I, Ty. So well, let's just jump right into this episode. A lot happened. To be honest with you, after last week's episode, uh, I was feeling a little like down about, you know, this. Like, oh man, these guys all seem to have their heads screwed on straight. Except for Yosef. <laughs> Except for Yosef. This might be pretty boring, but uh, they didn't disappoint. No, this was a much more interesting episode than last week's. Way more drama. Way more. Obviously, we're not going to go through the whole play-by-play, but we're going to hit some of the highlights. Uh, and if you have anything that you want to talk with us about, you can always shoot us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com, or you can find us on Twitter at uh, bachelorpadpod. Is that right, Scott? That sounds right. Okay. <laughs> I really should have written that down. It's been so long since I've been like saying that I'm not, I'm not in the routine. So, uh, we, we kick off the episode this week with, uh, a group date. Yes. A love language group date. It felt more like a group therapy session. Can we, <laughs> is that fair to say? Uh, it felt well, honestly, to me, I felt like Claire just really needed some praise and affection and attention <laughs> and yeah. physical touch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like she just wanted, and I get it. I mean, the show, I guess, is about her. But right. She definitely wanted this to be about her. Oh, yeah. I, I, I felt that too. Like at least, uh, like with the, um, with the words of affirmation, like she returned at least a little bit of something to them. Like she said something back. It wasn't just like, oh, thank you, next. <laughs> but that's how this whole thing felt. Thank you, next. Actually, yeah, the whole episode. I mean, even Dodgeball was basically for Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. 
And uh, so I, I feel a little bit like she's getting revenge. On how she feels <laughs> she was treated in her. Yes. That's yes. possible. That's I've, possible. I felt really strongly like she's just like, all right, it's the me show now. So everybody line up to take some abuse. It's finally my time. She was in the dating wilderness for what? Like six years? Six years. Yeah. yeah. It's her time. You go, Claire. And as she said last episode, this is the first time <laughs> she's ever focused on herself <laughs> and what she needs in her love life, even though it's the third time on The Bachelor. So the guys kick it off with words of affirmation. Ben goes first, at least for us. And he set the bar really high. I, I really like Ben. He's, Ben's one of my favorites. He's like uh, ingratiating himself more mm-hmm. and more for me, where it's like he he's my he's my personal he's my front favorite. runner. Yep. Yeah. If he's I very, was on the show, he's who I'd go for. Oh, yeah. He's just very grounded. Like everybody else, I think, is here for something. Like, and that will be uh, determined later on as we see more. But Ben just, I feel like Ben is reliable. He's trustworthy. Like, I believe in Ben. I do. I believe in Ben. Yeah. I believe in Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just found our hashtag for the season. Yeah. (laughs) I believe in Ben. (laughs) If you guys tweeted us at all this season, go ahead and use the hashtag. I believe in Ben. (laughs) Or should it be like, we believe in Ben? Oh. Oh, Mm. geckos believe in Ben. Yeah. But no, nope. I to weed at geckos. I like it. So then, uh, <laughs> so they they uh, they give some gifts to Claire, and there was one in particular that jumped out at me, and I I really should have pulled up. Uh, oh, I guess I have it here, um, but I should have looked ahead so that I made sure I I knew who I was talking about. But the guy that uh, gave the chess piece, mm-hmm. Ivan, yeah. He is like that came up like three times this episode. He is super into chess. They're making him look nerdy. Well, he's the one who's uh, the aeronautical guy, right? Yeah, yeah, aeronautical engineer, big brain guy. Yeah, okay, very big. Yep, yep. (laughs) I'm not big grain brain. He's the big grain brain. His his brain has it's like a big brain but bigger. Yeah. Because it makes our brains look like grains. (laughs) He's got the big grain brain. You really uh, backflipped yourself out of that one. Yeah, you know, when you got a big brain like me. (laughs) No, you've got a big grain, remember? I have a big grain. You have a big grain. He has a big brain. Uh, Who who else? So we had Ben, we had Ivan. Of course, Dale was on uh, the the, the first group date. And uh, we know because they had like... They almost had sex on camera with their without with their like, physical touch. Yeah, one. with their physical yeah. touch. Like it was. It, she responded more to him in every single one of the love languages. Oh yeah. Than she did to other the other guys. Yeah. You know my favorite part though was she made a comment when she was blindfolded. Uh, were they blindfolded? Yeah. They, okay. Everyone was blindfolded. Oh okay. yeah. She was like, I know who this is, and then he she's picks like, her up and he's like, Well, wait. Who is <laughs> Never mind. I thought I knew that who was this my was. favorite moment. I was like, who do you think this is? Yeah, I wish we could get her guesses. Well, because Dale had picked her up like that multiple times. Right. And so I think she thought it was someone else. And then when that other guy did it, I think she was like, wait, is this Dale? If I were in that date, I would have done whatever Dale would do. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd think I'm Dale. Yeah, I didn't catch who that was. Was that a- WWDD? What would Dale do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was that was that Monar that that picked her up? Is that was it Blake Monar? It might have been. Blake. I thought it was. Was it Riley? No, no, no. No, it, it definitely Riley. Wasn't Riley. Riley was on a different date. It was it was a white guy for sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember who it was, but it was another tall guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan C was on that date, and I felt like he Jordan C got zero love this episode. 
I feel like Jordan Who? C is too normal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's, he's the only one with glasses. <laughs> Who? <laughs> There's someone with glasses? <laughs> I haven't seen glasses at all this season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, after that, we had our first... Uh, our first one-on-one date of the season, and it went to Jason. Yeah. I, can we do our first bit of ad copy now since we just talked about uh, the love languages? Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll go out of order right now. Uh, this episode is uh, brought to you by Acts of Service. While it's often forgotten in popular TV shows, this love language really does exist, and you should absolutely try it out on your loved ones. <laughs> Acts of Service. Yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious that acts of service was not included. Like, they made a big deal about, hey, we're going to go through all the acts of service. All the love languages. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All the love languages and acts of service just didn't make the, the cut. It was only the ones that Claire wanted. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's what made the cut. Maybe the acts of service was that they had to go through that. Oh, yeah. 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 That just like the whole thing was an act of service to her. I would not have wanted to be in that day. It felt like a therapy session. It was really awkward. Like, good for the guys who made it work and uh, and really ran with it. But yeah. I would have been so in my head doing those things in front mm. of all the guys. That well, was rough. Well, then we had uh, Claire's Counseling Center ha- open up right after that on her one-on-one <laughs> with Jason. Uh, like, she, like, like, did some, like... My favorite part of that whole thing was like as they're getting started and it's like, okay, like this is going to be intense. And she was like, do you want to start with some uh, breathing exercises or just go right to uh, yelling? He's like, ah, F it. Go go straight to the screaming. (laughs) (laughs) But like she's like literally pulling out like therapy uh, tricks on Mm -hmm. on Jason. It was like, man, this is weird. Well, it was weirder when you kind of pause and remember that this is their first date. Like first mm-hmm. date ever. And it, it was the equivalent of asking Jason like, hey, what's your deepest, darkest fear? Let's confront it tonight. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. That oh, was yeah. a lot on the first night. I, I was super cringed out. And I mean, I will say like, to be honest, this episode like had me on a roller coaster of whether or not I like Claire or am really weirded out by her. I think the guys think that way too. Yeah, I think so too. Because she's just like real strong Mm -hmm. there have been times yeah i completely get you there's times where i'm like oh dang like she is super cool super genuine and then other times like nah she's basically just female peter oh no she's not female peter she's way more to the end of the episode i think she is she's way more i think she's more self-aware uh she's a little older (laughs) (laughs) so maybe a little bit more mature and self-aware yeah She's rewarding bad behavior at the end of the episode. Again. Oh, yeah. There were definitely some Peter moves. I think that's mm-hmm. a good comp. I didn't put that together, but she rewarded some things that shouldn't be rewarded. And also, you saw the guys turn on her kind of in the same way that the women turned on Peter, yep. mm. which was pretty new. But now this is like two seasons in a row. Totally. I, I don't know if this is a trend, but I see what you're saying. I think Peter's a good comp. I, I also want to jump back to... Uh, the love languages because there was something funny that happened that I thought when it was time for quality time Oh, and she goes and she sits with all the guys <laughs> and then there's some like awkward time and she's like looking around and basically begs for someone to take her out. <laughs> like, doesn't anyone want to talk with me by ourselves? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Like, okay. She, like she did that. That's fine. And then she goes and she's talking with Bennett. Like Bennett says, yeah, I'll, I'll I'd love to t- go talk with you. Takes Bennett. 
And uh, she interrupts Bennett like less than 30 seconds into the conversation. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I just have to address something with all the guys. She walks about out th- back out there and it's like, I'm just like super frustrated with all of you guys that no one took initiative to like talk with me. One, I thought that was a little bit of an overreaction. Oh yeah. I thought that was Peter-esque. Uh, but secondly, Dale then through there's some back and forth back and forth riley and uh yosef i think yeah. have some conflict and then dale takes her and i'm just like what about bennett <laughs> yeah bennett's still back in that room like yeah. waiting for, her, like, to waiting come for back. her to come back did we see him later in the episode or is we, he still there we <laughs> we saw him when it finally got to the point where she was giving a rose for the date that was the next time we saw him poor guy so yeah. I don't know. Maybe they did have more quality time and they just didn't show us. Which that's worse because he was the one guy who did kind of like say, hey, I'd totally. love to talk with you. I was not expecting to, but I really like Bennett. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I wasn't expecting it as well. I did think that Claire super overreacted though. Yes. I felt like it wasn't a thing until she made it a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I also kind of felt like, so, uh, okay, this is kind of a tangent. This is a hot take a lot of people won't like. Um, I think if the producers aren't careful, this is the future of the show. Like, you've got guys on here. You know, listen, you rewind like five years ago, and the contestants were all normal people. Right. Nowadays, nobody ends up on the show until they have a platform of their own, whether it's on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, even Joe, who's like not even a big deal, apparently is a big deal in New York because he's on a top 20 eligible bachelor list, whatever. So you've got all these guys where big deal where they come from and then they get on the show and listen, we all kind of know they're just here for what happens after the show, not to find love right? (laughs) as Mm -hmm. it were. And so it's like, listen, if you keep casting guys like this and you keep giving them an environment like this, they're not even going to be interested in the lead. Like I felt bad for Claire that you had these seemingly uninterested guys. If the show isn't careful, I think this is where it goes. We saw it last season with Peter. Now we're seeing it with somebody completely different, hopefully more mature in Claire. And it makes me a little nervous. I mean, it's great TV, but it's, it's not what the show's about. It right. was rough. I felt what so is the show bad about in your opinion <laughs> to find love. Oh, okay. To find love. I feel I, like that's what they say it's about. Yeah, well, it's what they say. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out later in the season because the rumors are Claire doesn't finish the season. They right. bring in somebody else to kind of like finish it. I don't think that's a secret. And we're going to find out like if it's to find love or not by like, will they get new contestants who are compatible with the new lead? With the new right. lead. If yeah. they don't, then it's like openly admitting like, yeah, we don't care about compatibility. We just want super entertaining, good looking people. Totally. And we're going to roll with it. So I guess we'll find out. I don't know how they're going to play it. I don't know. Also, we had, uh, I felt like what Yosef did was like, uh, very on on brand for Yosef, uh, but also like I felt like Riley super overreacted too. Oh, to the hey, I'm just gonna speak for the group here, and he's like, "Whoa, bro, you don't speak for me. I'll speak for myself. I'll speak for myself." And I, I wondered like, okay. if something actually happened that we didn't see on camera, right, maybe because right. it seemed personal. Oh, yeah, there yeah. was tension. Oh, yeah, it seemed super personal. Well, but even. Like, yeah, because Claire responded to him saying, I'm going to speak for the group, too. Right. She's like, well, I don't need you to speak for the group. Right. And so, like, he did some. He had to have done something. I mean, he's the uh, like, I think uh, I'm, I'm going to co-opt something that you said last week. 
I don't think Dale is the villain of the show. I think that, or this season, I think Yosef is well, the villain. That's who I said was Yosef was. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you said Dale. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you were paying attention, which I wasn't, but my wife was, so shout out to Kendall. Uh, the teaser for next week is going to be the week where you've got that scene where yeah. one of the guys calls her oldest bachelor ever and yeah. mm-hmm. Claire, you know, makes a statement. Um, so she's clearly wearing the dress that we saw this week for the rose ceremony. Right. And obviously they're queuing up. Yosef is upset. He wants to confront Claire about what happened on the dodgeball court. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I definitely think Yosef's going to go off. Yo- Yosef's going to, you know, blow a fuse and we're going to get great television. <laughs> we definitely will get I'm, great television. I'm going to do a hot take. And I don't think it's Yosef. I think it's going to be the guy I don't remember his name, but I think it's the guy <laughs> that uh, she left the second time when Jay. when uh, Jason Moines comes in and interrupts his Blake. solo time. Oh, yeah, Blake. Sorry. I always make up, mix up Blake and Jason for some reason. But um, it was Jay that, that got yeah. interrupted. Yeah. I think Jay's huh. going to be the one that does it. Fitness director from uh, Fort Lauderdale. Dude, I liked Jay in this episode. Like, I actually thought he was kind of like, cool i didn't know what to think in episode one they didn't show a whole lot but yeah he seemed like a fun dude i feel like uh yosef is too obvious of a choice and they wouldn't have like played him to be this mm. if he was the one who actually did this huh i can see that happen like narrative wise yeah like that makes sense i'm sure there's they have a lot more uh video that we haven't seen and so they're obviously editing it together to point us in this direction. Okay, but I want a Yosef cut. I want to see all the stuff that clearly <laughs> Oh, yeah. Give us the Yosef cut. <laughs> <laughs> Geckos, let's start that campaign. We need a we need a Yosef cut. We need the Yosef cut. Oh man. Well, uh so we uh we don't need to spend any more time talking about uh Jason's uh Jason's one-on-one date. So then we uh He got the rose. He got the rose. <laughs> Uh, who got the rose from the first group date? Uh, Riley. No, not Riley. Uh, no, yeah, Riley got the rose. Okay. Yep. Riley got the rose. I oh, will say this right. about... Uh, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. It's not worth talking about anymore. Okay. I was going to talk about Jason again, but it's not worth it. <laughs> so uh, then we have uh, group date number two, and this is where things turn very much on their head. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh they uh group date number two is uh dodgeball ten, ten guys yeah and uh they're gonna play dodgeball and at first they're having like just a great time like throwing you know just playing around in the this little indoor court playing with claire and then uh chris harrison comes in and you know blows his whistle and is like now it's time for a competition for a competition only half of you guys are going to get a day with claire the other half has to go home yeah and so they go to get suited up and well before they go to get suited up claire interrupts oh. at the end of chris harrison and says hey actually can i add a rule to this and chris just kind of lets it go and she says let's make it strip dodgeball well that happened later but that's okay from what i was going to say um, no, they weren't dressed yet. That was when Chris Harrison introduced it. She said it right after Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> then the guys go get dressed and they like 
pull out like you know it's like oh now we see like wait why does one of them have a jock strap like that's a little weird that should have been the first warning yeah <laughs> oh yeah and uh then the they they get out to the court and then uh chris and and claire announced to the guys how the the new rules are going to work that uh that it's going to be strip dodgeball and uh that's exactly what happens red team crushes it and blue team loses every single game can we talk about the comeback who was the person who on the very first game with the red team first game one guy left one against three and somehow pulled off a comeback it was the guy that got eliminated was it brandon Brandon? (laughs) i'm pretty sure it was brandon (laughs) for whatever reason i thought it was uh damar i don't think so okay brandon Brandon slash Brendan is, is, has been confusing to me, but now we don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, Brandon's gone. Rest in peace. So they get down to their jock straps, and, uh, and then... At one point, Claire just feels bad, and she makes the red team take off their shirts anyways. Yeah, yeah. But the blue team, uh, blue team loses hard, and then Garen just takes it down to the nude. Like, he's yeah, he the first one to... Yeah, he off his whole jock strap, too. <laughs> of all the guys to do that, I don't know if I would have picked Garen. I did not expect that at it's all. It's a it's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> we'll see if it pans out for him. <laughs> uh, I've got to say though, uh, I thought that this was supremely uncomfortable. I felt like when they first announced it to all the guys out on the court, they were like several of them were really uncomfortable with this. Totally. Well, I mean, they know this is a national television show. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're gonna have to strip down. Listen, they should be they should be prepared for this. These men, I guarantee you, have been doing the hardest like weightlifting program of their lives for the last six months. Oh, sure. Like this is their time to shine. Like I don't know why they're I don't know. Surprised. Uh like Garen was a little soft. I no, Garen was in good shape for thirty five. I wasn't really looking at how toned they were. I'm not <laughs> Uh, so the, the blue team walks back, uh, the walk of shame naked. Did you notice hand placement? Oh, every yeah. single one of them had one hand on the crotch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was fun to watch, especially Blake in all of his interviews after that continued to have the hand there. Oh yeah. I mean, I felt bad. That well, really was because he's literally like Blake spent like the next two hours. It seems like naked. Yeah, that was a long time. <laughs> like, it's like, why didn't you change? Just put <laughs> put clothes back on, man. <laughs> uh, Do you think they all just sat there in those clothes for, or in lack in those lack of clothes for a while? I think Garen did. I, <laughs> without the jock strap too, just sat there like, nude. Well, he oh, sat there with a with a pillow uh, yeah. over covering himself. <laughs> um, the only person who didn't uh, strip down was uh, was uh, Kenny. Oh, interesting. I wonder if he was worried about his, his boy band friends. Or no, it was, it was either. No, it wasn't Kenny. I'm sorry. It was Brendan. I was like, Kenny was Brendan. on the winning team. I think. Yeah. Kenny was yeah. on. It was Brendan. Do we think this is the real reason why Brendan went home? I'm just no, kidding. Brandon went home. <laughs> Brandon went home. Not Wait, Brandon. there's a Brendan too. Yeah. yeah. There's a Brendan and a Brandon. Oh dude. I didn't even notice. This is uh this is Brendan. Oh, that's Brendan. Yeah. I didn't notice Brendan at all this episode. Yeah. I feel terrible. He was on the blue team for dodgeball. Sorry, Brendan. Uh Kenny was also on the blue team because oh. you remember uh Claire makes a comment to Chris about like look at Kenny's butt, like how perfect of a butt he has. So he he definitely got down to his uh jock strap mm. at least. Um, I felt like okay, can I just say it was really awkward to watch Claire 
during the dodgeball game. Oh, like, listen, we know you're going to enjoy it, but I felt like she enjoyed it. Maybe too much, a little, a little too much. And then for like me, the most awkward thing was they all gave her hugs as they left. Well, she <laughs> asked for it. She said, how about some hugs guys? And I, I was like, whoa, boy. Okay. This is a, and then, well, when Garen finally like stripped down, then all of the rest of the guys, except for Brendan stripped down completely. Uh, she was, she like the camera, uh, cuts back to her and she looks very intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't looking away. That's no. for sure. Chris Harrison for sure was, I don't know if you saw his reaction, but it was hilarious. I didn't look at him. I just looked at Claire. He, he like, you know, leaned back and like, like put his hands over his eyes, but like, it was clearly like, like you could see in his face for like a split second, like a, this is what my life has become. He's <laughs> like, we're not that kind of show guys. <laughs> uh, so the guys go back and, uh, and, and, you know, commiserate yeah yeah, explain what happened commiserate and uh and blake just gets up and walks out and goes back to his room puts on a change of clothes and then goes and like even though his team lost and didn't get one-on-one time with claire he goes and just goes pardon the pun but balls out and uh and approaches her and asks for some time interrupts jay interrupts jay to, to get some solo time yeah I think this one is Claire's fault. I think week one, she rewarded rule breaking. And mm-hmm. so with him again. Yeah. This guy, he feels Blake. very empowered. And uh, yeah, I think this one's, this one's on Claire. I know the guys are upset at him. They should be upset at Claire, but I don't think they know about what happened last week. I, they so don't. They're just blaming Blake. Yeah, they don't. But I also heard rumors that Claire and Dale actually had communications. That's what I felt like the teaser was indicating for next week. I mean, it might not be, you know, it's always tough to trust the teaser uh, for what happens next week, but that was the vibe I got too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, after everyone sort of confronts Blake, uh, Blake, Claire says, can I have a couple more minutes with him? And then uh, she says, you know, you need to go, but thank you for coming. And he leans in for a kiss and she just like blocks him. Which cringed me out super hard. Yeah, he got rejected pretty hard on the show. I, I, he probably thought he was Dale. <laughs> I think he did think he was he Dale. He thought he was Dale, so he leaned in and it just didn't work out. I was like, him. no, 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 no. Uh, so he uh, he walks of shame twice in one night back to his room. And uh, then as Claire's going back to the rest of the guys, she uh, stopped by Brandon who, uh, you know, is upset by what happened apparently. And so she says, do you want to, you know, park here for a little bit and we'll chat. And this also cringed me out. Like this went, I agree with her on this one though. I do too. I do too. I mean, but I just don't understand where his headspace was at. Yeah. Think of something. (laughs) Did you guys, uh, did you see his, uh, his tweet or I think it was on Instagram? Mm -hmm. No, no. What happened? So, uh, obviously, so quick little recap in case anybody's forgetting. So, uh, he goes, Hey, I'm so excited that you were on here. As soon as I found out, I I was like, I I applied. Yeah. And so she asked why, what do you know about me? Natural follow up. She's like, Oh really? What was it about me that made you so excited? And he goes, well, first of all, there's like a five second pause. And then he goes, well, you're so beautiful. And I just love to get to know you. 
And uh, Claire got offended because after multiple follow-ups, like he couldn't cite anything except her looks, and that was offensive to her, which rightfully so. Yeah. Anyway, he he posted this week on on his Instagram as soon as the episode came out, and uh, the caption was, never been good at homework. Oh, man. At least he owns it. Yeah. That's his move. He had probably a couple months to figure out, what's the thing I'm going to say when this airs? And he went with, Never been good at home. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, props. Honestly, yeah. props. He's making fun of himself, which is yeah. good. It's a, it's a good look. It, it is a good look, but uh, it was not a good look in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, because she was obviously right away, like off put, mm-hmm. like you could read it on her face and he just never recovered. Like, it seemed like he didn't even try to recover. He didn't. He was like, I'm going to be honest. I can't really think of anything. <laughs> I can't give that an honest answer or something like that or a specific answer. It was like, well, I couldn't tell if he was like already a little buzzed. Like I couldn't tell if that was oh. actually him or if like he had a few more than we saw on camera. Oh yeah. I just true. couldn't think of something either way. He needed to say something he didn't. And now he's home because of it. Yeah. She walked him home. Yeah. Or all the way to home. The car. <laughs> walked him to his door all the way home. Yep. Back in uh, yeah, where does he live? Like uh, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, yeah, <laughs> like the worst city in the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cleveland rocks, okay? Oh, does it? Not since LeBron left. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was a bit from last season because they go to Cleveland on oh yeah in Peter's season. They, like, that was Cleveland? one of their dates. We were like Cleveland. Didn't they give him like a second try? Or was there just a delay? Yeah, that was funny. Girls were not excited. No, yeah. Uh, so Chasen got the rose from that date. And I'm like, I didn't even see Chasen talk. I wonder why he got the rose. from. Well, that date. he did. They, they, uh, they talked on the side and it was a good conversation mm-hmm. and they connected. I didn't realize they connected as much as they did. Oh, that's right. They did talk a little bit. I remember that. Yeah. Just a little, he's an it guy. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, that's a good looking it guy. He is. Uh, I still think Chasen is the weirdest name I've ever heard in my life though. Like, I'm still, like, I can't get over Chasen. It's like I a mean, little boy name. I knew a guy named Mr. So. <laughs> I mean, if we're comparing weird names, I know twins named Arangelo and Lamangelo. That's what? orange jello and lemon jello. Oh. It was what their mother had in the hospital, like, when she was about to deliver them. And wow. so she just named her son's orange jello and lemon jello that's pretty great <laughs> i'm gonna that's be like, very careful that's what like I give biblical naming right there <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that's intense <laughs> that's intense so but still i i think chasen is a i mean it's definitely like uh like a guy named chasen his best friend is definitely named tanner or bryce or bryce like just very white or bryson Mm. I could see a Bryson. No, Bryson, no. It's definitely like a like a much whiter name. You don't think Bryson's a white name? Not necessarily. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I've I've known uh several uh I, I've had I've known several Brysons that were not white. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. But I've never met a not white tanner. <laughs> and I've yeah. never heard of a not white Chasen. Now, so. do you think Tanner has like the, the hair flip in the front? You know oh, yeah. Saying? Oh, yeah. Where that's the only part of his hair that's spiked? Yeah. It's like he's got flat fo- uh, forward uh, flowing hair and that's, then just the little little tips. It's the Tanner cut. It's I only know two Tanners and they're both very, very white. <laughs> <laughs> 
So she sends Brandon home very unceremoniously, uh, and uh, the that group date sort of kind of comes to an end, mm-hmm. and uh, we get ready for rose ceremony. Yeah, and Yosef is a little upset. Yeah, as we indicated before. Which why is Yosef upset? He wasn't even on the date. Yeah, he he wasn't one of the ones who had to play dodgeball. He was on the other date. And he, he said got, something about what his daughter at home would see, but I couldn't understand like why that was a big deal. He wasn't on the date. He was just saying like, uh, this was the hilarious thing is he was talking. I'm pretty sure about Brandon. Cause they had said like, Oh yeah, she sent Brandon home and brand and, uh, Yosef was like, well, if I were Brandon, I would have told her, uh, I respected you a lot more before you embarrassed me like by making me strip. And it was like, your man, Yosef, like he's like jumping on like Brandon's side, even though Brandon didn't like, this wasn't like a Brandon's choice to leave. It was just, yeah. he just knew nothing about Claire. Yosef just, uh, and I don't know if I'm sure they edit to make him look even worse than he is, but it's, it's not a good look for him right now. Still. I want to see the Yosef cut. Yeah. I want to see. Oh course. yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. Cause oh, I, cause I'm, I'm pretty certain it's worse than what they're painting him to be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be worse. So be. Yosef, like he, he had that statement about like, gosh, I don't want my, my daughter at home to turn on the TV and see this happening. And I just immediately thought in my head, I was like, well, I don't want your daughter to see your DMS either. So like, <laughs> like, I don't, it just felt very selective to me. Oh Yosef yeah. just seems like he gets offended at everything even if it's not him totally he just looks for that oh man well i mean it's probably because he knew his daughter would be watching this <laughs> whereas he could hide his dms from his daughter oh yeah uh, keep, keep yeah. denying the dms mm-hmm. uh and then she'll never know i think uh we need to get the fbi on releasing the dms <laughs> release the dms <laughs> yeah is that the next hashtag oh yeah yeah instead of the emails yeah you gotta release the DMs. release the dms or the birth certificate mm-hmm. yeah or the tax returns. we Or all the other things. <laughs> uh, so uh, we had now, uh, I think one of the, the craziest things to talk about. Uh, Rose Ceremony comes around yep. and uh, she pulls Blake aside right away. Yeah, and I'm thinking, all right, Brandon got walked to the car. Blake's going to get walked to the car. It's all, it, it's all ogre now. It's all uphill from here. <laughs> and she does the exact opposite. She's like, hey, I just want to let you know. I really appreciate what you did. And I understand why you did it. And here's a rose. The silence in the room when he, when walks, he walks back rose. to the guys with the rose. The guys were not expecting him to walk back in. No, they not even talked all. about it. They were like, yeah, she's probably sending him home. Like she sent home Brandon. Yeah. Nope. He walks in and they were, they were like, Hey, uh, y- you got something on your jacket. <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah. And, uh, like he didn't know what to yeah, say. He I, was like fumbling like, over. Oh, I feel good. I feel about good it. about it. <laughs> uh, and then I think he said that and immediately was like, that was the wrong thing to say right now. Like, how do I recover? I feel like there's no right thing to say in that scene. I was like, if you can disregard for a second, how he got the rose, because he shouldn't have got it. We all know that it, even if you do, how do you make that walk back? What do you say? I don't, know how to play that with the other guys without being an even bigger jerk. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What would I have said if I walked in <laughs> in that situation? Okay. What would I'm Scott put, say? I'm putting myself in a situation. Okay. Got the rose. Walking back in. I'd be like, hey, what's up, guys? Look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like own it from the beginning and make it kind of like a joke. 
if I were, uh, e- even though I had already gotten the rose, but if I were Jason in that in that scenario, I just would have had uh, yell into the woods, take two. <laughs> like in his face yeah just ah! <laughs> just screaming at him. that would have been fun oh man but blake gets a um a special rose and yep. then uh dale gets a special kiss yeah but not a rose not a rose yeah, yeah. try harder dale but she's de- i mean she's super into dale i think she's being she's been told like don't give dale any more like individual roses like just yeah. save them for the ceremony put them on other people yeah because he for sure would have gotten more all of them yep <laughs> she would have she would have given him all of the individual ro- he would have been wearing four roses. four roses she would eliminate five people this episode <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just looking like a bouquet standing up there mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that is uh, that's pretty much everything that happened in in this episode. Uh, did we miss anything, guys? Anything that uh, I think that was all the major points. Well, uh, this episode was also brought to you by Johnson and Johnson's jock straps from the brand that we all know and trust. Johnson and Johnson makes the perfect strap for when you want to embarrass your jock. So, thanks, Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. We appreciate you supporting the pod and supporting our pods. Our pods. <laughs> not to be confused with airpods who does not do not support us support us yeah. we can't not yet uh well but hey- apple if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> well hey it's uh time to uh take a look at our uh power rankings uh as a reminder uh you can always check those out at rankings.batchpadpodcast.com uh where we just literally go through all the guys and we have them ranked out as far as how they're going to be doing uh, so it's time for us, though, to talk about our biggest movers, who moved up and who moved down. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to start with the biggest loser okay. so far, like who maybe moved down the uh, most. Probably Brandon for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate, I guess. Um, as far as people that have a rose already, Blake is now on the bottom of my list. Yeah, bottom of your list or Claire's. I think he, she's. I think she, he's moved down a little bit. I don't think he's in the two spot anymore. I yeah, think he's really. Pro, I think he's probably mid range now. I moved him out of like my personal top five. Mm-hmm. Like last week, I thought clearly he was number two. I mean, there was Dale, and then there was Blake, and just everybody else. But I kind of felt like she named like four guys that she really, really liked. I don't know mm-hmm. if you thought that. She mentioned yeah, she did. Chasen, Jason, Easy, and Dale yep. when she was like citing like the guys she's really connecting with. Mm-hmm. And I think if she were to add a fifth, I don't even know if it'd be Blake. I don't know either. Yeah. I, those those even, are probably my tops as well. Even though he got an individual rose? I think that was, I think that might have been uh, some producers. Okay. I don't know if it was necessarily her. I, I think... Like for her, it's going to start to be a trend where she's like, okay, like I have to have another conversation about this where like she did like him at the beginning and appreciated what she did, but like he's breaking rules. He's not playing the game. And so I think she's going to just grow weary of it. Well, I think my biggest loser, uh, I don't think this is like super shocking, uh, but I think my biggest loser was Yosef. Yeah. Well, he was already on the bottom of my list. So. He was well, but pretty low. I mean, right now, because we only had one week of this, right now he's currently ranked seven. Oh wow! Yeah, he's yeah, not he seven needs, anymore. He needs to go low. So, do, do we think that he'll survive next week, or do we feel like he's on his way out? Finally, uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I could see him surviving. 
Yeah, he could be one of the ones that the I could see protect. Claire respecting his opinion. Honestly, I respect that you think I'm the oldest bachelorette in history. I don't. Well, once <laughs> no, he, not I, I don't, that. I'm, I don't think he's the one that says that. Remember, I think it's someone else. But I do think he's he's probably going to confront Claire about some things. Yeah, and I could see her being like, "You know, what? I respect that." I want to see that. Yeah, I could see. I I don't think that this is what's going to happen, but uh, I could absolutely see your prediction, Scott, that Jay's the one who says it and, mm-hmm. and gets eliminated and that uh, Claire appreciates Yosef's uh, like, hey, like I deserve to be respected kind of take mm-hmm. uh, and like I don't appreciate you reducing us to meat. Like I could totally. see her like, really taking that well. Totally. I could see that. And I think it's possible that like he takes Clara's side to have that conversation and she respects like the solo. Whereas the, whoever this is, is yelling about her like out in the open. So I, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. What I could see happening is that Jay responds that way because of Blake coming back in the room with a rose. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And then Jay's like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, like he, yeah. Cause he's the one who interrupted his solo yeah. time. I could totally see that and, being the trigger. And he was clearly, uh, upset by the whole exchange. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get on board. I think you guys have made a compelling case. I think it could be Jay. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's definitely someone in the shadow. Like, I mean, I'm, we could freeze frame it and probably identify based on their clothing, but because uh, we see who it is. Say <laughs> like, it. look at the suit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Dude, that's, that's way easier to do on The Bachelor because all the girls have very different dresses. Oh, oh yeah. It's so much more obvious. Yeah. Now we have to work harder. Sorry about what you guys are hearing in the background. Our uh, dogs are having a little run sesh with each other. Yeah, they're, they're playing chase and having fun. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, so you guys are, you guys are thinking we're going to drop Blake Moines down a little bit, huh? I think yeah. so. I'm he was on, on my list too. He's he he for me. I don't think he's higher than five. Yeah, I think he's like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll uh, law of averages. He's now our number six man. There we go. And I would put, uh, man, it's hard to say with Yosef. He's either going to be at the very bottom or right next to Blake. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know. I think I think for me. Yosef is going to be like pretty far down. I'm fine with that. Like I would put Yosef at like 15 right now. Yeah. He's pretty low. I don't even know if he'll make it next week. Yeah. I mean, we, we will find out, I guess, right. We'll find out in a week. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I could see it happening, but I would still be annoyed and shocked if Yosef survives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Who's uh, the best, the biggest mover up? For you guys. Well, I okay, so I was thinking maybe Jay before I heard what some mm. of you guys said. Mm. Uh, and so I'm going to move off of that because I, I think you guys might be right here in him yelling and overreacting. Uh, I'm going to go Chasen. Chasen last okay. week yeah. was I think number Chasen's 14. High. And she, her set, like Claire, listed her top four basically, and he was one of them. Yeah, and where was Jason ranked? I feel like he's high up there now. Jason, uh, Jason previously, cause you know, the first week it was, we just weren't sort sure. Of, where, yeah. We weren't sure where, where anyone was going to end up. Uh, and so Jason is, was, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble finding him. He was number four. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll probably leave him there. Yeah. I would say so too. Um, all right. I would say my biggest mover of this episode was Riley. 
Oh yeah. Yep. We had Riley at 10. I would put him, uh, I'd put him before Blake. I would put him before Blake too. Um, so yeah, I really liked Riley in this episode and was highly impressed. Number one, he came out real hot. Uh, standing up to Yosef, which I oh, was yeah. very for. Big I don't fan. know what kind of prompted that, but I was here for it. Um, but then also, do you see like his like really smooth dancing moves like later on? He's like, hey, we're going to stand up. We're going to dance. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, you know how to how to woo Claire. It's I working. thought their, uh, their exchange was pretty funny where like he got he caught her in a loss for words. And then she <laughs> was like, well, where were we? And he was like, all right, I got lost too. Like, it was pretty funny. It was relatable. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I thought he was really fun. He did He did a good job. All right, so our top 10 as it stands right now, and, and obviously this is very subject to change. This is all still very early days. Uh, our top 10 so far, we have Dale, Easy, Jason, Chasen. Uh, God, Chasen. I just can't. <laughs> Especially seeing the names back-to-back, Jason and Chasen. But Jason, Chasen. Ben, Riley, Blake Moines, Bennett, Blake Monar, and Zach C. That's where it stands right now. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how the rest of uh, who is the guy with glasses? Uh, uh, this is Jordan Michael right? Jordan C. Jordan. Okay, he's yeah. low on the list for me because I don't even know who he is. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> super low on the list for sure. He's he's not going anywhere. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's that's what happened. Oh, we need to also before I uh, click out of this, we need to remove uh, Brandon from the list because he's no longer in play. Yeah, we'll put an X by his name. Rest dun dun dun. Rest in peace, Brandon. Rest in peace, my friend. Enjoy Cleveland. <laughs> God knows no one else's. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well. Uh, now uh, it's uh, it's that time for us to uh, jump into some Twitter responses. Scott, what what's the Twitterverse saying? Uh, so some of the funniest ones I've seen are actually all about Bennett. Uh, and so <laughs> this is going to be a little bit of a Bennett segment. A Bennett segment. Nice. I'm into it. Yeah. So the the first one uh, says spot the difference, and it's two pictures. One is Bennett, of course, and the other is Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, oh, that's good. That's a good take. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's take. Funny. Ooh. Uh, that was from at Rachel Mads. Uh, the next one is from at Very Julia, Juliana, and she says, "Me liking Bennett was the twist that I was not prepared for." Yeah, yeah, we, we all agree with that. I think Bennett is the JPJ of this season. Oh, mm. I could see that. Very likable, super fun. Doesn't take him too self too seriously. I love Bennett. Yeah. That's, I think that's the thing that I was most surprised in this episode by is how little Bennett actually takes himself seriously because you would expect (laughs) the whole Harvard thing, like that he would have a chip on his shoulder. Um, but he doesn't like, and all the guys seem to really like him. Like when he was running to go get the gift and oh, they're yeah. like, look at him. He looks like a gazelle. Like yeah, he's just so he perfect. Just, yeah. Like <laughs> he did. He looks like a, like a, like a James Bond at a country club. Oh yeah. All the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, the next tweet here, uh, references the very very end of the episode after the credits. If you did not watch it, I recommend go back oh, and watch go it. Back it's and pretty watch. funny. <laughs> um, but, 
at Batch Please tweeted, uh, honestly, I would rather watch a whole season of Bennett inviting the other men one by one into his suite doing face masks and getting <laughs> to know each other by the pool. <laughs> that would be a great, we, we talked about the Yosef reel. I want to see, I want to see Bennett's like, like side show on mm-hmm. this season of The Bachelor where it's just like a, a web series of just Bennett and doing exactly that. I know uh, last week we talked about if you could have someone from The Bachelor p- replace Chris Harrison, who would you have it? Oh. And I think, I think Bennett's going to be on my Ooh. list there. Like after the season's over, like Bennett would be a fun person to to replace Chris. Ooh, I would like that a lot. I think I would too. Yeah, I just want more Bennett. I hope that he gets an invite to paradise. Him and Yosef. What if he wins? <laughs> what if he For wins? very different reasons. <laughs> yes. He's not going to win. <laughs> Bennett is not going to win. Uh, and then this last tweet, nothing to do with Bennett, but interesting because of something that Claire said this episode. She said she had never went to prom, but someone tweeted out pictures of Claire definitely in a prom dress, putting flowers on a guy in a suit. And it was from a woman who said, my husband took Claire to prom. Oh, so there's a couple pictures that have, have surfaced saying Claire definitely went to prom. Claire, Ooh. man, yeah. what's going on, Claire? So, who knows? That's from Bachelor Bob. Bachelor Bob. <laughs> Wait, Bachelor Bob said my my husband. Uh, he tweeted pictures of someone's Instagram. <laughs> oh, okay. So I saw it on Twitter, but it released oh, on Instagram. Okay, I was like, wait, I'm from, confused. From uh, boy mom merch. Boy mom merch. Does he work with uh, Kenny, the boy band manager? Maybe. <laughs> nice. Maybe. But that's it for uh, the Twitter sphere. Well, we had uh, we had a, a something that I wanted to shout out. Uh, Athena, one of our, uh, I, I don't know if I would call her a fan. Uh, she's more of like a, uh, uh, a fact checker and uh, uh, avid listener, but, but often angry responder uh, <laughs> to some of our hot takes. Uh, she emailed us this last week and said, you're all dead to me. Almost <laughs> hashtag almost 39 hashtag. That's uh, that's not old hashtag offended. <laughs> did we say she was old last week? I, 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 apparently we did. <laughs> I don't remember using the word old. I, I remember you guys said that. I you think thought I she looked said good for her age. I think I said she looked good for her age and that might've gone on a little bit of a tangent of that. 39 it's impressive that she looks good at 39 that was not meant to be backhanded (laughs) especially for you athena (laughs) oh man well let's uh let's jump into for the from last week we we introduced a new segment i think we all had a lot of fun with it uh relationship advice where we dig into uh reddit's uh relationship advice subreddit and uh randomly pull something and uh, get a get a take and give some advice about a uh, relationship let's hear it uh so this is posted by uh henry berlin uh he posted i male 23 have been together with my girlfriend female 20 for five months it's been a great relationship as i said to her and she said to me we're both incredibly happy she is a best friend male 21 with whom she often does things together. He asks her very often to do something. The two of them have kissed before. It was from his side when they were drunk, but it, nev- but it happened before we met. 
I'm currently abroad for three months and he was with her last night and he kissed her and said he wants more than just friendship. She didn't kiss him back, couldn't understand it, asked him to leave and called me this morning. She told me everything and also said that she has no feelings or anything else and only wants to be with me. I noticed how ashamed she was and how badly she felt about it, but I don't know how to go on. Hmm. Well, good for her. Sounds like she voluntarily told him. Told him, right? yeah. It yeah. Sounds that way. Yeah, it sounds That's that way. Good. But the thing that like is weird to me is that she told him the next morning. Well, where was he abroad? Maybe it was like that's true. He could have been asleep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It could have been in the middle of the night for him. Yeah, listen, when it's like you know something happened in the evening, you don't say something till the morning. I don't know if we need to read into that. If it were like okay. a couple days, then hundred percent, like that's weird. Over twenty four hours for sure. I'd be like, mm. yeah, it's a twenty four hour rule. That's as long rule. as as long as it's spoken. <laughs> Within 24 hours. Yeah. If well, your best think, friend kisses I think you. there's something to like gaining your own thoughts on it too. Like she had to process through it a little oh, bit. Oh, that's, too. you know what? I didn't think she about that. She could have been that's drunk too, right? They were both drinking. That right. Night, so right. maybe she was waiting to just sort through it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And who knows what time of day it was for her or for him. Like I, I could, I could see that. So I have a theory. I think that like people always have that question, like can guys and girls be friends? Um, I definitely think it gets even harder to be friends the older you get. You you start to settle down and whatever. But my theory is I think it's possible for a a girl to do that. I don't think it's possible for a guy. Uh, I think guys, it's really hard to have like a friendship with a woman uh, and not have like something there. I, I think women are better at keeping all of that at bay than men are. So Women are better at compartmentalizing their feelings. Totally. They can just For be another friends. person. Yeah. But I don't think her best friend is actually her best friend. That's what oh. it sounds like. So it's it's the best friend problem. Like, like he's the problem in this equation. Well, he did. Well, I think it would be interesting to know if her best friend, that's a guy, has a significant other of some kind. Because mm. yeah. I feel like it is possible. I think it's a lot easier if both of them have their own partner. Right. Um, because then they have a place to push those emotions and affections and those types of things. Whereas maybe if this is his only female connection, it's like, okay, well, I have these feelings and so I push them this way. Um, so I, I definitely think it's possible uh, to have a friend of the opposite gender for both sides. But I do think it's very dependent on do they have other places where they can push those other uh, emotions and feelings. That's a good point. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think, I don't think they can't be friends. I guess what I was trying to say is there's like a, like a limit to how close you can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we've all got friends in our life and it's like, no, that's totally fine. But I don't know if I would call any woman in my life my best friend, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm married. Oh yeah, Like now Absolutely. that I'm married, it's very, very different. And totally. I think even if you're in a committed relationship, which it sounds like they are. I just think there's, there's a, there's a limit, you know, to how close you can be, but you definitely can be friends. I I'm glad you mentioned that. Totally. And I, I also think it depends how the friendship is developed. Um, I mean, I have a couple of girls in my life who I would consider some of my best friends. Um, and some of it was just through like shared experience with them through difficult times. And so I, I think that's also like a, something that could, change the circumstance but ultimately i think it's case by case but getting back to the question at hand i would say you gotta just ask yourself do you trust her Mm. 
And if you do, you got to let things go and trust her. And if you don't trust her, then you need to end the relationship because the relationship's not going to work without trust. So I think the bigger question to me, listen, I, I actually really like what she did. I mean, the very next morning she voluntarily totally. brings it up. So I don't know if she's as much the problem. It's the best friend. Like if I'm the boyfriend in this scenario, what's his name? Uh, we Oh, uh, well, Something his, his handle is Henry Berlin. That's okay. his handle. I'm going to call him Henry. I'd like to think that's his real name. Me too. Like if I were Henry right now, my question wouldn't be my girlfriend because I think that's very like trustworthy what she did. Yeah. Um, my big question is what do I do with your best friend? Mm-hmm. Like, do I make a stand and like, you know, declare that there's some new boundaries here? Am I okay with it? Do I just say, well, he was drunk and write it off? Like, that's my question. I have no idea what to do with that guy. Well, here's a, an interesting, like to that point, do you, does Henry get to like, say like, Hey, you need to have a boundary with the friend now. Like, does he have the right to like, draw a boundary line i think he does for the sake of them having a relationship like he can put a contingency on their relationship because he's half of it but is that then like an ultimatum uh no i mean i think not laying it out as an ultimatum i think you got to go to her and ask her for it and if she doesn't then you go but you don't present it as an ultimatum okay it's one of those things where like as soon as you present an ultimatum to someone you're not really on their team anyways right but I think presenting your feelings and your desires for those things is fine. Well, we ran into that quite a bit last season on The Bachelor with uh, with Pilot Pete and was it Michaela that was like uh, there was a big conversation about ultimatums. I th- it, oh I no, no, not Michaela. It was uh, oh man, what's her name? Uh, the one who like really took a stand about like, hey, if you do this, it's going to be hard for me. Was it Maddie? Maddie. It was Maddie. Madison, Thank you, yeah. Madison. Yeah. Uh, we ran into the same kind of a thing where mm-hmm. a lot of people were saying like, oh, she threw down an ultimatum. And it's like, well, she didn't. She didn't say do this or I'm leaving. It was just, she said, I want you, you to like, know. This is how it makes me feel and know that this is what I would like to see happen. Right, right. And then she still worked with him through it when he didn't yeah. go make the decision and her way. You allow them to respond how they respond. And then at that point you can judge for yourself. Is this a relationship I want to keep in or is this a relationship I want to leave? Ultimatums are hard because I feel like ultimatums create winners and losers. And in relationships, mm, totally. if there's a winner and loser, then that means you're both losers. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. like I think ultimatums have to be a last resort. So I, I don't well, know about that. This has only ever happened to me like once where like a girl I was dating kind of had a weird suspicious thing going on with a guy. And I was like 19 at the time. Uh, only time I've experienced this and I didn't make an ultimatum, but I was like, Hey, like I kind of asked, like, w- would you just be careful of this guy? Like he actually was very upfront about his desires for her, how much he wanted to date her, despite the fact that we were dating. So it was very, very clear. And that was the only time I didn't make an ultimatum. Cause it's Are like, they together now? Uh, no, but as soon as we broke up, they, they got were. together. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a very biased, uh, take yeah. on this. Cause I'm like, ah, I don't know, but I asked, I didn't make an ultimatum. Yeah. I well, that say- sounds really similar to this situation because it sounds like the friend not only kissed her, but told her like, I want to be in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he, it sounds like the friend is, uh, at least being, very upfront. Yeah. Like I'm not, not trying I'm not giving him credit, but, stuff, yeah. but he's, he's not being sneaky. He's like, no, like 
I'm Mr. Steal Your Girl. Like, <laughs> like I, that's me. Like, I'm trying to steal your girl right now. Like, it sounds like, I mean, obviously, he didn't have the conversation with Henry, but, like, he's being straight up with her. It's not like, a, oh, man, so crazy. Sorry about that. Like, it, it seems like he's he's making his intentions known. Totally. And I think Henry just needs to have a conversation with his girlfriend about, like, what it is their relationship is. Because um, I think a lot of times in relationships, we have an issue and then we villainize the other person in the relationship rather than realizing that you and the other person in the relationship are on a team and you're against the problem. Mm. And so I think there's different ways you can approach it. Like you can go and and say, hey, like here's a problem in our relationship. How do we tackle this together and let both parties speak into what the solution is over saying, you did this, it really hurt me. How could you, whatever it is. And we villainize the other side. And so I think uh, just having a real conversation with her around like, hey, I really like you. I really want to be in this relationship with you. Here's a problem I see. Let's tackle this together. Scott, have you ever considered being a therapist? That was golden. <laughs> I would have paid for that. Oh, cool. Well, <laughs> if you want to support our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Johnson & Johnson's jock straps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Promo code Batchpad Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Man, I, I hope they sell drugs. <laughs> I didn't want to read this up front. I didn't even read it myself uh, because a lot of times uh, at the very There's spoilers. End, There's like updates. Updates. So now I just read it and I'll share it with everybody, which just underscores everything that we've been talking about. Update. Uh, she wrote him a message that she found it inappropriate and disrespectful and would like to have no contact with him in the future. Mm. So she's awesome. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, like... Henry, uh, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, you have a winner there. You have a winner. Uh, the only way to move forward in this situation is forward. She was on the up and up with you. She voluntarily cut ties with her best friend uh, as a result of this. Uh, obviously, she cares a lot about you mm-hmm. because to be honest with you, like I, I think we would all agree that in an early dating relationship, especially, I'm not like, no offense, like they're, but they're 20 and 23. It's not like they're, you know, uh, Claire's age, you know? Wow. That's <laughs> offensive. I'm so sorry, Athena. <laughs> but I just mean, I just mean like, it seems like, you know, they've been in this relationship for five months. And to be honest, if it came down to, if I was dating someone for five months and it was like, have no further contact with your best friend or continue dating me, I would choose my best friend. Like I probably would. Uh, I think it depends on the circumstance. Sure. If it was your best friend was trying to make out with you or something. (laughs) Sure. But I just mean like she, like I'm giving her credit that she turned down potentially like what could be a lifelong relationship for you, Henry. So dude, move forward, go with God and, uh, and may he bless you and keep you (laughs) and shine his face upon you and give you his peace. Henry Shalom. Henry Berlin. It's it's spelled H N H E N R I. So I'd like to think it's Henri. Henri. <laughs> Henri Berlin. Uh via con Dios. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, uh, hey, as we wrap this up, guys, I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit. We've had several of these pop up throughout this this uh, episode of the podcast, Um, but we always uh, wrap up our show talking about predictions for the next episode. So any uh, any big uh, any big thoughts about what you think is going to happen this next episode? 
Well, I already kind of said my big reveal. I think it's going to be Jay, and I'm I'm unsure what's going to happen with Yosef. It could be a blow up in Yosef, or it could be that she kind of respects him. I'm not really sure what happens there, but I think it's going to be Jay that that says the you're a 39 year old bachelor thing. Uh, the the quote just to be clear, yeah, it's not it? like it's not like a dig necessarily like that. Like oh, thirty nine, the oldest, the oldest, oldest bachelor ever, the bachelorette ever. The the actual quote is, "I expected more from the oldest bachelorette ever." Mm. So it's more of like a like a she put does something. Like it's, it's a it's it's not a shaming that she's old. It's a shaming that, that she did she something that that this is person unbecoming of her age. Yeah, 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 it's unbecoming of her age. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Jeremy, any uh, any thoughts or hot takes about what's going to happen next episode? So I think I think next episode is where the wheels are going to fall off. Like uh, that scene that we saw where the guys are like, "Well, we're just going to walk away." Uh, I think that's next episode. I think a number of things start to happen. Uh, some people see how she treats Dale mm-hmm. um, differently than others, and mm. I think next episode is when it's going to get real fun. Not for Claire, but for the rest <laughs> for of us. us. Do you think, because um, we kind of already talked about how the rumors of like her leaving the show and uh, new, do you think that happens next episode or do you think there's more? No, I don't, I don't think that happens next episode. The only reason I say that is because I feel like that's the best cliffhanger ever. Oh, that was gonna happen oh so you think it's episode? like the end of next episode maybe? Maybe, yeah. But I think they're definitely going to be like, what does she do? And then, the episode after that is when she actually leaves. Got it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I agree with all those things. Uh, I think it's super interesting that we're only two episodes in. We're down to 23 guys, and we're already really separating the wheat from the chaff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Dale's Dale's a clear front runner here. Dale's, yeah. It's like we is have- Is he the front runner? Oh, like, yeah. Are there any others? No, it's like a, there's He's a the front runner. Canyon. Everyone else is the back runner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Grand Canyon between uh, Dale and Blake. Uh, well, we had Blake Moyne as as our second, but now we have uh, uh, Easy as our second. Mm. Yep. And uh, it, it's a Grand Canyon between. And you know Dale who I feel the worst for? Ben. I feel so bad <laughs> for Ben. I feel. I honestly, I could see Jeremy. You made the point that a lot of times the the like one of the like some of the guys who make it the furthest get little airtime early on. I I could see Ben just taken off. Like I could see Ben like, you know what? Like this is not, this is not worth it for me. The only reason where I'm not sure that happens is because I don't think Ben is dramatic enough for a show like this. That's true. Like if Claire met Ben on the street somewhere, that's probably why I like him so much. Yeah. Like he's the one she probably would end up with in a normal environment. But here it's like, you've got to be a little crazy. You got to be a little dramatic to get attention. And I just don't know if he can stoop to that level. That's probably why we like him, but that's also why not. He might, why he's not going to do anything with her. Yeah. Maybe that's fair. Well, we want to hear uh, what you thought of this episode. We want to hear uh, what uh, you think is going to happen. And so you can uh, shoot us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com or you can find us on Twitter at bachelorpadpod. I'm, I'm 90. Batchpadpodcast. Batchpadpodcast. Yep. I, I was way wrong. At batchpadpodcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tweet at us at Batchpad Podcast. Use one of the several hashtags we started this episode. <laughs> what were they? The release the release the DMs was one of them, and then we believe in Ben. 
Oh yeah. Hashtag. We believe in Ben. There yeah. was one more. Wasn't there? Anyways, you listen to the episode. If one of them <laughs> stood out to you, tweet at us at batchpadpodcast.com. Send us an email. Hello at batchpadpod.com. Uh, and thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Jeremy, for being on the show with us again. We love having you. And so far, there's still no hate mail. So we're, we'll probably have you back again at some point. Yeah. And Athena, be nice in the in the emails. Don't, don't <laughs> kick me off here. <laughs> and thanks, big thanks to Jeremy for uh, creating our power rankings uh, yeah, if you haven't had a chance to go check it out. Yeah, rankings.batchpadpodcast.com. Yep. Uh, but yeah, thank you all you geckos for 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 coming in, tuning in. Uh, I'm looking forward to this whole season with you guys. Have a great one.